Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The following is a special presentation of King KMOX Sports. Live from the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern at Union Station, this is Extra Time with Bill McDermott, presented by the Bank of Springfield on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Well, thank you once again, Dave King. We are indeed live at the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern with Extra Time. I am Bill McDermott alongside tonight, and we thought this to be particularly appropriate since the Houston Dynamo is indeed in town. However, losing by a score of 3 nothing in the Western Conference now. City is now atop the Western Conference with 28 points to Seattle's 27 points because Seattle got one point tonight with a tie. But as I was mentioning, uh, this gentleman played for many teams in Major League Soccer. He first got drafted by the New York, New Jersey Metro Stars. That was one of the original teams in 1996. Flash forward to the Houston Dynamo where he had a superlative career, and I'm talking about the original number 11, Brad Davis. Brad, what'd you think tonight? Well, <laughs> all in, huh? <laughs> no, obviously, Billy, uh, tough. You know, uh, Houston comes to town, tough situation. St. Louis, love the old atmosphere. Um, but obviously, I'm, I'm a guy I've been extremely passionate about soccer with the club down in Houston. Um, you know, my heart and soul is with those guys down there. want to see the club do well. Um, but also being born and raised here in St. Louis and now the new team being here and my family being a part of it, kids being a part of it. Tough position to be in. Um, but the game tonight, um, I think it was uh, a proper result. I yes. The city came out. I think they deserved the win tonight. Um, you know, Houston again coming in. Uh, they haven't won a game on the road this year. Mm -hmm. Struggling, you know, struggling over the past few years trying to find their identity. Um, and again, it kind of showed tonight. City came in, good game plan. Wins the game very comfortably 3-0. Um, and unfortunately, uh, Houston's still left trying to find their way here a little bit. And City has a really busy week, an odd week in that they play tonight. They have to go to Dallas to play 40 minutes, the remaining remainder of 40 minutes of the 50-minute game that was postponed by the horrible weather. So, And then they come back home to play a game next Sunday afternoon, their first Sunday game against the visiting Los Angeles Galaxy. But nonetheless, just another opportunity to use some other players because you're not going to have the same players in the first 11 for three straight games in six, seven days. No, this is getting to the, the part of the, the, the year that everybody was talking about. It was important to have a good quick start, which they did. You know, you're starting to get in the summer, the heat, uh, the games, and three games in seven days. Um, tight scheduling there. So important, as always, when you're at home, especially against teams that are struggling, you got to maximize your points. you got to get your points. They did that. They do have to go on the road again Wednesday, but they come back home. So 
Um, I think if they could go to Dallas, finish that game off, and honestly just get a point out of the deal uh -huh. and come back home, I think they're in a great position. But, I mean, they've had a heck of a start to the year so far, as you mentioned. First place in the Western Conference. I don't know if anybody would have guessed that at this point during the season if, if you would ask at the beginning. However, nobody can sit here and can complain about the results that they've done and what they've been able to accomplish so far. Well, your teams, your Houston teams coming from San Jose in the middle 2000s win MLS Cups two years in succession. Mm -hmm. Does this current Houston team have any resemblance to your MLS Cup teams? Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's hard to compare. Uh, in all honesty, Billy, I don't feel I think they're still searching for who they're trying to become right now. I'm going to say that. I don't think it's fair for me to compare like myself or my teammates to the group that's here now. There's different staff. There's different coaches. You don't know what the behind the scenes are. So I don't think it would be totally fair for me to, to comment on the entirety of, of the situation without knowing all the facts, okay. uh, to be honest. However, what I, what I do see on the field right now is, is I'm not seeing anybody really step up with the passion. You know, I, I don't see the, the grittiness, the blue-collar work, the willingness to do the little things, the, the, uh, the things that actually it takes to win games mm -hmm. in this league. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's uh, – and, and I'm hoping Benny gets a little bit more time and enough time because Benny was a scrapper. He was grittier. Benny Olsen, that's what I'm talking about as far as the head coach. I mean, he was a guy – he gave absolutely everything on the field day in and day out. For years, he had a great career. As a coach, I know he's passionate. I know he cares. He just needs to figure out a way to get the most out of these players right now, and they need to find the players that are going to fit that style and fit that system. And the truth be told, because of injury, I don't think MLS fans, I don't think United States national team fans really saw the true Ben Olsen. I don't. He was, uh, was injury-ridden throughout his in, in, entire career. He was just one of those guys that could not get healthy, but when Benny was healthy, he was one of the top American players, without a doubt. Played, uh, came into St. Louis oftentimes with the Fairfax Spartans from up east. <laughs> they were excellent, by the way. They were you know what? I want to ask you I'm one drop thing. That knowledge. I haven't asked you this. You've been on the show before, but I want to ask you one thing. Uh, years ago, there was a poll revealed that picked an all-time first 11 for the United States men's national team. And I want to get your input with reference to the first 11. Goalkeeper Brad Friedel in the back from the right. Four defenders. Steve Chirundolo, Eddie Pope, Marcelo Balboa, Carlos Bocanegra. In the middle, Landon Donovan, Tad Ramos, Claudio Reyna, Clint Dempsey. Up top, two front runners, Brian McBride, Eric Winalda. Fairly accurate in your mind? I think that's I think it's fairly accurate. The only one that I would definitely have. In there would be Demarcus Beasley. Okay. Four. I mean, he went. To, the kid went to four World Cups. It's tough to argue with that. <laughs> it's, it's it's very difficult to argue. So with four that, World Cups. The rest of them, I I uh, I would have to say that I, I would say that yeah, that's 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 pretty on par with what I would think. But the other one that I would definitely throw in that lineup would be Demarcus Beasley. Do you think that of the current national team players, the current crop of national team players, <clears throat> of the current crop being assembled for this Gold Cup? Is there anybody in that lineup that may someday ease himself into this all-time first 11? Oh, man, that's a good question. That's a tough question. I think, uh, I think Walker Zimmerman's a guy that's right. on his way. Um, you want me to keep going? Yeah, positively. You give me one, and I'll give you one. Uh, the obvious one would be Weston McKinney and our Tyler Adams. Yes. 
You, I said one, Bill. You, no, you stole me. I give you two. <laughs> okay. When we come back, you're going to give me some more. We have to take a break. We'll be right back from the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern. We're visiting with Brad Davis. We're coming back right after this. On Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hamblex. This is Extra Time, live from the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern at Union Station with Bill McDermott, presented by the Bank of Springfield on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, thanks again, Dave King. Thank you again to the Bank of Springfield for their involvement in the sport. We're continuing our conversation with Brad Davis. He's going to give his opinion as to of the current crop of national team players, some who may figure and may eventually be in the all-time first level. So the other one I'm going to give you, and I know there was a lot of nonsense that happened, but I really think he's a great player and, and is going to continue to grow, is Gio Reyna. Gio Reyna. You know, it's on that you bring up Gio Reyna. I had talked with Brian McBride uh, two, three weeks ago, and the only thing that he did tell me, well, he did tell me quite a few things, most of which were off the record, so consequently I can't use it, but he just wishes that it would have been handled differently. I think uh, as, a, as, a, as a former player, I think that's the collective understanding. It's just unfortunate the way that stuff came out in the public. Unfortunately, those types of things happen more often than people know, but they're mm-hmm. handled in a much more professional manner behind closed doors where the, those types of things are supposed to be handled. That, those things are not supposed to go to the public because then you look what happened. Yeah, Gio's a young kid. Maybe he said some things, but if I'm being honest, every kid in that type of situation as they grow and learn my first few years in the league, mm-hmm. me playing professionally, mm-hmm. I did some things and said some things that well, I was not mature enough. I hadn't grown. I hadn't gained that experience. Everybody goes through that mm-hmm. that maturation process, right? And it's handled by the veterans and the, and the uh, uh, veteran leadership within the locker room. It doesn't go outside those walls. Um, and it, it's just unfortunate that it ended up going outside those walls and all the things happen around Gio because Gio is a fantastic soccer player. He left, he, he left to go overseas at a very young age. He's handled that pressure extremely well. I think even since after all of these things have happened, he's gone back to Bruce and, and done a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. He's scoring goals. He's getting in games. Like, 
I, I, the amount of pressure that's on that kid's shoulders and the way these, that he's been able to handle it, I give the kid credit. In particular, the young players, Brad, who are getting into games in the Bundesliga, yeah. in La Liga, that's unheard of in the past. Your remarkable career was really highlighted in particular by your dead ball ability. It's certainly not the only part of the career. 57 goals, 123 assists. In the current game, we saw it again tonight, you cannot foul a team close to your penalty area. It's deadly. We saw the happen tonight with Lubin again capitalizing on a free kick. It seems that it's nightly, almost game for game, that he capitalizes on a free kick. It's such a valuable part of the game. It's it's massive. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. I think people overlook that is a scoring opportunity. If you go back, I think it's to the 2014 World Cup. I want to say something like 70% of the goals I got were the, scored I'm glad you brought on that up. set pieces. Because your host has the stat for you right here. Amen. At the 2018 World Cup, 169 goals were scored. 73 from set pieces. There you go. That's astounding. It's astounding. But the biggest part of that, service. How, how many times do people get great opportunities in good areas? Out the, the, the thing we want to talk about, the national team, and unfortunately, I don't know how many times Christian Pulisic gets on a ball, his service, it kills opportunities. To, it's an opportunity to score a goal, but if we can't get good service, you might as well just hand the other team the ball and go back and get in your defensive shape rather than get transitioned on every single time. So service is the massive piece of that. And as a follow-up to that, speaking of that, did you ever fail to get a ball over the first defender? Absolutely, I failed, but <laughs> I was pretty I was pretty consistent at it, I would say that yes. with, with with being successful in those moments. Because the other thing that creates is that creates the belief from your other teammates that are the ones making the runs into the box. When they believe they're gonna get good service, they're gonna work that much harder to get to areas. We're gonna have more guys wanting to crash the box, wanting to score goals. So it's a, it's, a, it's a feel thing for those guys, too. If you watch teams that don't have very good service, they also don't get very good runs in the box because they don't think the ball's going to go there. But when they do, like a Leuven, you see these guys crash in the box like crazy. I mean, every time they get the chance, this guy is whipping in on corner kicks. I mean, he puts it wherever he wants to. Capitalizes. So often, Brad, we see a number 10, and we look to see a number 10 as probably your best soccer player on the team. I think it goes without saying, if you watch Leuven on a regular basis, the way he finds people, the way he plays the ball early, his one-touch play, the way he gets involved, I think it's safe to say he's your best soccer player. Absolutely. I, you asked me the very first night who's the guy that catches your eye. Mm -hmm. When I first came on the show, it was it was Edward Leuven. And he has not stopped. It hasn't changed. As you talk about the things that he does, the small little details within the game, passes the ball at both feet, the pace in which he passes it, the area in which he passes it, the foot in which he passes it, all the small details of the game. This guy knows he's doing, and he's capitalizing on things, and he's having a heck of a year for St. Louis City right now. Next Saturday in Istanbul, it's Manchester City against Inter Milan in the Champions League final. Manchester City considered to be the odds-on favorite to win their first, believe it or not, their first Champions League title. Mm -hmm. Is that an accurate assessment? It is. I believe, I believe Man City's going to win it, and I believe that uh, they're going to go ahead, and we talked a little bit about this before, but I think they're going to get the treble, win the treble, you know, the FA Cup, the Premier League, and then now with the Champions League. And I was reading uh, a stat before that uh, this could be Pep's. I asked you before if you knew 
who the last one was. I believe it was the Spain, the Barcelona team, 2008-2009, Copa del Rey, the Spanish Division Champions League. Speaking of Manchester City, is Erling Haaland a once-every-generation player? It, he seems to be. He seems to be. I mean, you just get uh, the, the physical stature in which, which he is, um, the pace that he's got, the power that he's got, his finishing ability. Um, the 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 age that he's at he looks he looks wiser beyond his years he looks like a guy that's just gone in there and and fit in and made everybody else around him better that's something that's not talked about either he makes and creates space for other teammates because other teams if they don't pay attention to an Erling Haaland with two or three players they get punished because they have enough guys out on that field from the Gundawans to the De Bruyne's. <laughs> I mean, I could go li uh, uh, down the list of, of guys that they have when he starts linking up with De Bruyne and for that matter. Okay, Gondolan, who later in this current year has really taken things over on the respective sides of midfield. De Bruyne has a center to the field. Stepped up cover. as a leader and a captain. One question for you before we get you out of here. Uh -oh. For your car gets towed. <laughs> uh, you just recently stepped down as the president of St. Louis Scott Gallagher. Did you enjoy your time there? I did. I did. I learned a lot, Bill. Um, you know, coming back in, I wanted... Uh, I always loved the game of soccer. Coming back to St. Louis, I wanted to give back to the community. I wanted to learn what the soccer pyramid looked like from top to bottom. For, for me, fortunately, I was able to have a long career playing within the league. You know, coming back, I still want to be involved with the game, doing these types of things, staying involved with it. I'm coaching at the younger levels, but I really wanted to start at the bottom to understand what the pyramid truthfully is like. Now, if depending on what I'm going to be doing moving forward, I just want to make sure that I had experiences at each one of those levels to know that whatever happens next, I have that experience, I have that knowledge to be able to bring that to the game in the next level to hopefully make the, the best decisions possible. I lied. One last one for you. <laughs> There's so many areas in which a young player can get better. Select, Academy, MLS next, eventually getting to MLS. Are we ahead in the right direction in all those capacities? I think from a from a talent um, perspective and a development perspective, I think there's still plenty of arguments around. I still think there's too many platforms and different things coming and people trying to pull different players from this and that. I still wish U.S. soccer would come down with a proper pyramid from top to bottom to say, hey, if it's MLS next, MLS teams, you go play in MLS next. If it's not and you're not an MLS team, you play in these categories here to where you can get all the players playing in the best leagues because right now it's word of mouth it's it's people talking about oh no you need to come play in this this platform or you need to come play in this platform and parents don't know they're not educated enough and it's not their fault it's just there's so many things out there for them to choose from it's hard to know what's truthful and what's not truthful that's why i emphasize the question there are so many options there's so many options and what i tell everybody right now is if you have a coach that you believe in and your child is being challenged and they're winning and they're losing, losing, if people hear me out there, your children need to lose. They need to understand how to handle adversity. You're in it, but you trust the coach, you have good friends and you're being challenged and you're happy in your environment. Be in that environment, but don't be afraid to also, you have to be in an environment that's going to challenge you. You may indeed be losing as you brought up, man. However, you are becoming a better soccer player 100% absolutely when you're losing games you learn how to handle adversity you find out who your true character is you find out how you're going to react in those moments because in life you're going to have good moments you're going to have bad moments and it's not about making the mistakes because we're all made in like we're made imperfect 
we are all going to make mistakes, but the biggest thing about it is how are we going to react to those mistakes? And mm -hmm. it's the same thing in, in life choices, life decisions, soccer, whatever it may be. How do you react to those mistakes? Because it's going to happen. That is Brad Davis. We're going to have you back here before the season's over if that fits into your schedule. I know you've got a bizarre <laughs> schedule. I know you got a bizarre My schedule. My golf game's coming, coming around pretty well. Well, good. That is Brad Davis, and we are live at the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern with extra time here on KMWX. We'll be back right after this. We'll talk it over with local executive from the banking business, Jack Stapleton, a great soccer fan from years past. He's going to tell us how St. Louis City is revolutionizing downtown St. Louis. We're live at the pitch. Coming right back on KMOX. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, back to the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern at Union Station. This is Extra Time with Bill McDermott, presented by the Bank of Springfield on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. And thank you again, Dave King. We are indeed back at the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern. By the way, if you ever, if you ever come down to City Park and you do not have a ticket, there are plenty of television screens here. Our guest, we're going to talk to him in just a second about the origin of the pitch and some of the things they have here. But just for a moment, give them a holler down here. 802-3400. 802-3400. The Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern. It cannot be more convenient to City Park, located on the corner of Market and 20th. But this is Extra Time on Cam West. And we wanted to do something a little bit different this evening. In that, we talked with Brad Davis just a moment ago. We've talked with players, some of the executives from the team. We wanted to get the feel for the overall atmosphere, the culture of what this team means to St. Louis. And no, not by any means did we pick someone here at random. I didn't go out on Market Street and pick somebody by random. This is a great old friend of us, Jack Stapleton. He's a retired banking executive here in the St. Louis area and an avid, avid soccer fan. Jack Stapleton, how are you? Bill, thank you. Couldn't be better. Great win tonight. Uh, great community. Uh, the pitch, Bill, you're so right. It's a nine iron, as you well know, from uh, City Park mm -hmm. and the atmosphere here. Bob and Steve O'Loughlin have done a fantastic job here. This place was empty for 10 years, Bill, this space, and they poured a lot of money into it for our community and this is what this is what this team has done for us and i've been on the board of the st louis sports uh, sports commission for over 24 years and and this has been just a we all love soccer you've been preaching this for a long long time and what this team has done not just for downtown west for the entire community what bob o'loughlin has has literally pitched in uh but we have tried for years. So I was in the, the very first and second iteration of trying to bring this, like an MLS team here, as you well know. And, uh, you know, I don't, 
I'm very fortunate. Sometimes I just feel like Forrest Gump. I'm, I'm in the picture with John Lennon and President Kennedy, and I'm just, uh, I moved here from New York. My next-door neighbor was best friends with Frank Viverito. I got onto the board of the Sports Commission my first week in town. Met Stan Musial the second week for lunch, and, and it's, it's taken on from there. Uh, I'm a big soccer fan. All my kids played soccer. I grew up in New York City. I was a Pele Cosmos fan. I went to the World Cup semifinals in Giant Stadium, uh, saw France win. I mean, it's, it, it, when I moved here, I, I pinched myself, and I still do. Mm -hmm. So the Sports Commission, which I'm very proud of my affiliation with, has done so many great things and have their fingers in, in everything. We're just trying to make this region better through sports. And to, to have the Taylors commit, have Bob and Steve O'Loughlin, have all of these people uh, take our downtown and make it a real gem has been fantastic. And these, a goodly portion of the people you mentioned, including all of our friends from Worldwide Technology, these are people who have an existing relationship with the city of St. Louis. Yes. Uh, their entrepreneurship, uh, not just in the day-to-day -day business activities, but just wanting to make St. Louis a better place to live and thrive. And now... And now the sport of soccer is being the prime mover, which excites everyone and which excites 22,500 people every home. Exactly. And this will live on, Bill. This is not just a, a shining moment. This, is, this, is, this will be our legacy for decades. And, and I'm so proud of my friendship, and, and they support the Sports Commission, Worldwide Technology, Bob and Steve O'Loughlin do. It, it, they don't just support this MLS team. They, I'm so, our friend, our mutual best friend, John Schneider, does so much work with Spencer and has done that. So these, these programs that we've done for many, many years, you know, the, the Boys and Girls Club, uh, the soccer efforts, um, and, you know, I, I'd like to think I, I'm a small part of it, but, you know, just by my sheer sports commission board, you know, involvement, I was fortunate enough to get to know Jeff Cooper and our other good friend, Dan Flynn, the former CEO of U.S. Soccer, it invited me to the, and my son, who is an avid soccer player, by the way, played with Jared Stroud at Colgate University. He, uh, Dan invited me to the Toronto MLS game with my son, Liam. We went, and, and Jeff Cooper tagged along. And I knew Don Garber from New York. I'm, I moved here from New York City. Don and I had known each other for years through the NHL and other places. And I'm sitting in the MLS suite, and, and Don comes up and said, Jeff, can I uh, see you for a second? And, Je and Don went and introduced him to somebody who could potentially be an investor. So the, the misnomer, though, is that Jeff was going to put the team. Jeff really just tried to bring. He was an amazing guy. With Tony Hubert, by the way, yes. who's another close friend. They, they really tried. And the misnomer was that they're going to put the team over on the east side. That was never a done. They, they, the, 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 where the stadium is going to be was always up in the air. And you and I spoke earlier this week, and, and I, I reminded you that Bob O'Loughlin had plans to build the stadium behind Union Station. It was going to be sunken, and I was like, oh, well, that's perfect. And then, of course, that, that didn't really go anywhere. And then Jim, Dave Peacock, and, and Paul Edgerly, and, and Terry Matlock, came to uh, fruition and said, we, we need a team here. And Terry and Paul were, were both from Kansas, Kansas City, and knew Dave from his KU days. And Dave put this together with Jim Cavanaugh. And then 
Unfortunately, they needed a small piece, really relatively small piece of public funding. It had to go to a vote in the city, and we all know how that turned out. And, and that was unfortunate. But then Jim and the Taylors came together, and you got to thank the Taylors. The amount of money and the amount of pride that they have, not just for this soccer club, but for, and they, they would shoot me if, you know, they, they love to fly under the radar, but I'm calling the Taylors up. The Arch, the Forest Park, so many real fantastic institutions of St. Louis that the Taylors have very quietly supported for the years. And I give the Taylor family and the Kavanaugh family a ton of credit. And there's two families, Jack. Uh, I knew we were going to be talking about this. I tried to refresh my memory. The initial press conference at the Matthews Dickey's Boys Club was back in 2018, October 9th. Right. Uh, later, later in 2019, we find out that the team is going to 30 teams. And, oh, by the way, the expansion fee has gone from $175 million to $200 million. Yes. And then fast forward to just August 20th, 2019. Consequently, this is all less than two, two and a half years. So Don Garber had an instantaneous feel when he came to St. Louis to hear everything that people had to say with reference to their plans for Major League Soccer and not just, not just enterprise and worldwide technology, but other corporations and companies jumping on board, which is what Don wanted to see. Which leads me to uh, my next question to you, Jack. About you have a definite, a distinct feel for the for the business side of what this sport has done, and from a from your business background, can you see now that pro soccer is indeed a legitimate, a definitely legitimate alternative for the sports dollar? Absolutely, it is. And and you and I were at a number of different visits. Let's just say very much under under wraps. When Don would come here, and the smart thing that Jim and, and the Taylors did, when even before then, Terry Matlock and, and uh, Dave Peacock, especially and Jim Cavanaugh, would bring uh, to bear CEOs, CFOs, C-level people from multiple corporations in town to show Don that this isn't just about enterprise and worldwide. This is a community effort backed by many, many people, and obviously we see it. Look at if you look around the boards on the stadium, how many how many supporters, how many suites, how many season ticket. You know, it, it's just it's monumental. But this has been in the this has been in the works for years, and so Don knew that he, he needed you know a, a, he needed two main people obviously in, in the Taylors and the Kavanaugh family, but he knew that ultimately the next 20 corporations, the top 20 private public companies in in St. Louis would back back them to the hilt, buy seats, buy suites, uh, sell out the stadium, which, of course, is proven. Don has said many times, Don Garber has said many times, and I've stolen this every time I get the opportunity, soccer is a sport for a changing America. Yes. And he also delineates in details the recent success of this league is due to many things. A carpet involvement, obviously, sure. solid plans for a downtown stadium area, but in particular, the soccer-specific area. Don't you think, Jack, that that is one of, if not the biggest, prime movers for the sport 
currently? Absolutely. Bill, you're spot on. And I'll never forget one of the visits. It was after the Rams had announced that they were going to leave. And Don, I, I'm not, I hate to be this guy, but Don pulls me aside and he goes, hey, New Yorker, what's the deal? Can, can St. Louis support soccer? I said, Don, we've supported football. Look at that dome. It's not ideal. And, and we show up for the Rams. We are much more of a soccer culture, I think, in our, in our blood. You, Bill, you know. CYC. I mean, for years, 1950, the list goes on. And, and you've chronicled this for many, many years. I told Don, I said, you bring soccer here, you, we will blow the doors off of the dome. And we didn't have to be, as a city, Jack, St. Louis didn't have to be instructed as to the nuances and to the new cachet of what it is to be a soccer fan. This was, for longevity, one of the two main pillars of sport in our community, the other being baseball. Right. Obviously, soccer dating back to 1875, so we knew all along it was going to be successful. However, did we think it was going to be this successful? Nobody in a million years would have thought this. 30,000 people on a wait list. We sold out faster than any other. Our gear. I mean, this, is, this has been, uh, frankly, a, a surprise to me. Not a big surprise, but we were thirsting for this forever. You've been the town crier. I've, I've tried to do my thing in the background. But... We, you and I both knew that we would be successful. This successful? No idea. And, and frankly, look at what we've done for the MLS. It's not lost on me. Look at, look at what San Diego is paying to enter the league based on what success we have brought to the league. So I'm really proud of that. And, and Mr. Garber will, maybe in a quiet moment, tell me and you, hey, thanks, fellas. That is Jack Stapleton. We're going to continue our conversation with Jack go till the top of the hour and then we'll have Dale Schilly, Joey Zanaboni, Jen Cease and for that matter anybody else who walks by here. I, I happen to walk by and you grab me. I got the hook. <laughs> but Dale, let me just say one quick thing. Sure. Dale Schilly coached my son in the academy for three years. There's not a finer coach and not a finer man and he is he is, we're, I'm so glad he's involved with this club. And Dale Shuley will be with us shortly. I am Bill McDermott. I'm your host for Extra Time. We'll be back right after this on KMOX, the sports voice of America. With this is Extra Time here on KMOX. Give the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern a call anytime you like. 802-3400 or on the corner of 20th of Mark. Now, Jack, I saved this little tidbit for you, mm. knowing that being... A restaurateur, a bon vivant, <laughs> a man about town, <laughs> and a farmer financial advisor, oh Bernie Madoff. <laughs> no. Wanted Hello. to talk about this back bar here at the pitch is from Tony Faust, Oyster, Oyster House and Bar. Now, Faust closed in June of 1916. The only reason I bring this up is... They were at the corner of Broadway and Elm, and at the time, it was Faust Oyster Bar and Delmonico's in New York that were the only two finer establishments for restaurant dining in the United States. So Bob Lachlan not only puts the current piece up here with the pitch, but borrows from the past. It can't be any better. Can't be any better. He, this place was empty for 10 years. And I am so proud of my pals. I mean, Bob and Steve-O 
have done look at the look around this place it just it oozes like if you could be a fly on the wall bill back in delmonico's in the late 50s you know think about that i mean you've got frank sinatra coming in and you know the the rat pack and you know it, it, i look at this place though and he's it, but, but this is this is what soccer has become there are old geezers like me there's plenty of young people this is what soccer has done for this town i mean obviously we Don and the MLS wanted the stadium to be downtown, wanted to drive more, you know, gen, younger generation people, make sure that they could, you know, get here through public transportation. This is the perfect place. And to be right next to Union Station and what Bob and Steve-O have done with this bar, classic. And then to have everything in one centralized downtown location. They, I can remember when we did the ESPN, the original plan, 96, 97, 98 to 02 when I was involved with Ty Keel, as sure, a matter of fact, sure. that we would have crowds of 20, 25,000 people, very respectable for soccer in the United States, but it would be at the Rose Bowl, Giant Stadium, Mile High Stadium, Arrowhead Stadium, thereby defeating every purpose you were trying to accomplish but the intimacy of the sport and what it could mean to a respective community. Fast forward, May 19th, May 15th, excuse me, 1999, Lamar Hunt builds the first soccer-specific stadium in the United States, Columbus Crew Stadium. Now, is it like the current city park? Of course it isn't. However, there had to be a first one, and it has taken off from there. And as we look at St. Louis, sports in St. Louis, sports is always going to be a great unifier, Jen. But isn't it safe to say that soccer has truly transformed the sports landscape of St. Louis? Without a doubt. Look at look at the, first of all, culturally. Where else are you going to find Bosnians? It, it, you know, first of all, look at the supporters groups. That is, I, I'm a member of Santos, and I'm obviously Luligan, and, and the Punks, and No Nap City, and, and what we've done with all of the communities, east side, south, we've unified the entire region but also in a soccer-specific stadium. You know, we were worried that, you know, were we going to have to play in the Dome? Oh, God help us. But, mm-hmm. but you know, but we have sold out Bush Stadium. We we didn't sell out the Dome, but we, we, we put a lot of people in there. 48,263 for the very first game, Jack, exactly. between Chelsea and Manchester City. Exactly. And those games in particular... The Real Madrid game, uh, August 10th, 2013. Liverpool at Bush Stadium. Against Inter Milan, 54,184. Didn't those games and the advent of St. Louis FC and USL, didn't those two ingredients go a long way into proving to Don Garber that St. Louis would indeed work here? Yeah, absolutely. But also, I get, and I, I'm going to go back to Jeff Cooper and Tony Hubert. They brought the first women's professional team here. Very few people remember that. And obviously now the you and cry is to bring NWSL here. Maybe we will. But do you remember Athletica? That was Indeed a I classic. Do. I mean, Hope Solo was our goalkeeper. How on earth? Jeff Cooper and Tony Hubert signs. They signed Hope mm-hmm. Solo. And, and you know, you and I might have had a cocktail or and two then with St. that group. St. Louis AC as well, St. Zach. St. Louis AC was great. And then, obviously, Jim and Tom Strunk bring, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the next iteration, the, the sold-out soccer park. And, uh, you know, I loved those games. We've proven ourselves over and over and over. 
And I'm just so glad that the MLS finally recognized it between the Taylors, the Kavanaugh's, Tom Strunk, to actually give us a, or let us pay in. But how, how cool is this for our community? Fabulous. Let's veer into a different direction. Uh, you're also on the board of Children's Hospital. Yeah. Along with all the medical facilities here in the city of St. Louis, aren't we astoundingly, astoundingly should be grateful for the two children's facilities in Cardinal Glennon and St. Louis Children's Hospital? It's all about the kids, Bill. You know, I am on the board. Well, I actually just stepped off the board. I've taken a role to full-time to help children uh, raise money. And so, but I also represent the Children's Miracle Network, so I go, I'm, I represent Children's Hospital on that board, but which means I get to Cardinal Glennon three or four times a year, and it's all about the kids. There's no competition. We, we are so proud to have two phenomenal hospitals, but what, to have WashU be our partner, be our academic partner with, with unbelievable physicians, and, and we have something called the Children's Discovery Institute. That is, when the NIH, National Institute of Health, started to cut back multiple uh, millions of dollars to us, we at Children's in Washington needed to step up, and we have. The, the Children's Discovery Institute is saving lives through research, through you know, physician scientists that are curing diseases. And I'm so proud to be affiliated. Three of my five kids have had heart surgery. I have a little boy in heaven, and that's my why. Um, and I'm, I'm so proud to be affiliated with the fantastic people at Children's Hospital. So thanks for, thanks for mentioning it. And I know. Sure. And I, I've got to give a plug to you. Without your, your dogged, you know, persistence to, to name the heart center after your late daughter. And I don't want to make you sad, but what you've done, Bill, for our community, and it's unsung. Not, not many people, everybody knows you're Mr. Soccer. What you have done for Cardinal Glennon and for your, your entire family is an amazing feat. And I, I just, I love you for it. Well, likewise, Jack. And it's a, it's a labor of love as my wife, Connie, sits next to us here about what we did. So the, the Mary McDermott cardiac catheterization suite is indeed a reality. It's more than Cardinal a reality. We can't have a ribbon cutting because of the pandemic. You know, the well, pandemic still. Yeah, well, still active, but they're curing they're they're curing heart disease in there daily. <laughs> Don't we notice, Jack? Speaking of the continuation uh, of the exposure of the sport of soccer and what's going on in the city of St. Louis, don't we see soccer as a legitimate vehicle for companies, not just here in St. Louis, but for international companies selling their messages? Absolutely, it is. And I know for a fact that BJC has a suite, and, and we are recruiting top-notch physicians from around the country, and we're putting them in that suite and telling them, hey, this is what you're in for when you move to St. Louis. I know that for a fact, and the Blues do that extremely well. It, it, they're, they're incredible partners for children. But this, this you know, obviously the, the training center is WashU Orthopedic Training Center. State of the art, you know. Roots, Roots went around Europe, and, and we have, the model is Hoffenheim, it's Bayern, it's Liverpool, it's our training center and, and state-of-the-art medical facility under the tunnel, under Market Street. It's, it's mind-boggling that, that we have, we're sitting on uh, you know, a soccer gem 
that is really, frankly, I think, the envy of a lot of people around the world, not just yes. in the MLS. Yes, it is indeed world class. Last thing before we get to the top of the hour to take a break. Uh, I just referenced uh, the Champions League final, which will be in Istanbul next Saturday. Saturday, 2 o'clock Central Time, Manchester City, Inter Milan. I just got Brad Davis's input. He says it is Manchester City's to lose. It is. Agree? Agree. Agree. I mean, heck, heck, you, you never bet against Pep. You can't bet against Pep. Pep, Pep is... This is the team. And by the way, I'm going to stay here until Saturday. I'm just going to sit on this couch because I've got the best seat in the house. <laughs> and we play Sunday. It's going to be a little warm Sunday. Well, our engineer, the man who makes it all possible, Brian Dark, he'll be here with you. Thank you. For the rest of the week. Now, we're not going to have our next show until July 3rd. Oh, Can please. you stick around till then? I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I might have a beard. I'm going to look like Rumpelstiltskin, but I'm, I'm here. <laughs> No, I, I'm coming here for the Champions League final, and uh, I might stay over and watch the game at noon the next day. You mentioned uh, the Sports Commission, your active involvement in that. One last question, 30 seconds, the biz dash. Oh, How, it, this, was, this was literally invented by Chris Roseman, who we both love and know. Uh, he also headed up and started Kirkwood United. The biz dash, two week, a week and a half ago, had over 7,000 runners, all started at Lou Fuse Plaza, Ended at Lufus Plaza, and you know we couldn't thank Tom Strunk, Jim Cavanaugh, worldwide enough. Our main sponsor, the Biz Dash, is here to stay. We're going to get 10,000 runners next year. Great, excellent job as always, Jack. That is Jack Stapleton. Jack, thank you very much Thanks, for your Bill. time. Thank you. We're getting approaching to the top of the hour. This is extra time on Cam Watch, and we're live from the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern. We'll be back with Joey Zanaboni, Dale Shilley, and Jen Cease. It's approaching 11 o'clock in Mid-America. We'll be right back on CamWex. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.